Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sisternino here with another Survivor Exit interview. We're about to speak with the latest person kicked off of Survivor Philippines, and that is none other than Katie Hansen. Uh, we're going to speak with Katie and ask her about everything that went down with the big trade last night uh, and playing with Penner and Jeff Kent and all that good stuff, and that's going to be a lot of fun for you guys here this morning. And then coming up later today, we're going to speak with Amanda Kimmel in our regular Survivor podcast, and that is another one that I am looking forward to. Last night, as we do every Wednesday, I recapped the episode live with Stephen Fishback and took your questions. We had a very lively conversation. Who got the best side of the trade? Did Jeff Kent make the right move? So if you want to hear that discussion, that's all there for you at robhasawebsite.com. So I'm being told that we have... Katie on the line. Let's go ahead and patch her through. Katie, are you there? Hi, Rob. Katie, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm very excited about this season. Sad to see you go, but I really yes. thought it was going to be Penner last night. I know. It's such, it's such a shame that it wasn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I like I like Penner probably more than you do. Uh, but I was blindsided too. Yes, totally. But I mean, it really did just make sense that it would be his time. I mean, why would you want to carry someone who first off has an idol and he's smart. He's played this so many times. Why would you want to carry him through the merch? Well, I think that for a couple of reasons, why you'd want to, uh, keep him around would be that he's going to be a lightning rod and, and attract a lot of attention after the merge. I think that he's a guy who could be a beatable opponent. Uh, in the end, we saw he uh, got on your nerves a little bit. So there's reasons to keep him around. But uh, my question for you guys is, why not go after Denise? Denise was, I, I know, <laughs> Denise is so likable. And I don't know if she's like that because, you know, her profession, she kind of has to be. Um you just felt like trusting with her and you just wanted to open up to her. And um, you really felt like she was on your side. So it was like nice to have someone like that around. And um, and she was new. So I, I don't know. It was like she wasn't like one of the ones that I just wanted to have out of there. I thought that, you know, one of the guys were, uh, you know, more dangerous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's always a thought. I mean, why didn't we look at her? She slid right through the cracks. Yeah, because I think if you really think about it, weren't you? Wouldn't you be afraid that she would flip back to where Malcolm is, or maybe flip over to the other tribe and would be less loyal to Calabaw than the original Calabaw four people that were left? You know, absolutely, that's definitely a thought. But it, I don't know. She was so convincing, like like she was not like she was done with Malcolm. Kind of, she could bring him over though in case she needed to. Um, and it was like, okay, well, we can use her and, you know, just assuming that she would side with us. So it was nice to keep her around and the potential idea that maybe she could string over Malcolm as well, but, you know. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, all right, let's talk about the big trade last night of all of the rice in exchange for, uh, the sandwiches. Now you were pretty vocal during the the show last night about how that it you did not think that trade worked out so good. So uh talk a little bit about that decision making process during the challenge. 
you know, so they start, to, well, the, the challenge was like a total stalemate. It was going absolutely nowhere. And it's like, you know, it was a pretty dangerous challenge, like just to watch because I mean, people, I mean, you're slipping, you're sliding, um, you don't want to injure yourself before an immunity challenge. So it's like, okay, well, this doesn't make a lot of sense to have like some of our great players out there potentially getting injured. Um, you know, how can we stop this and yet also get the reward? So, um, it was actually, at the time, the best idea ever. I mean, oh, my God, the idea of sandwiches and brownies. Oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? I mean, they have already had steak at this point. They've had cookies and chocolate and muffins. And it's like, okay, so they are very well fed at this point. And then you're looking at our tribe, and it's like, well, what have we really earned that, like, gives us, like, that extra boost to want to perform well? And um, so it only seemed at the time like, okay, well, let's negotiate, you know, to win this reward. And, um, you know, at, when we won it and we're sitting there eating, it was the best idea ever. But then when we came back and, you know, the digestion process started and you started to feel hungry again, it was like, okay, so maybe that wasn't the best decision. <laughs> right. Definitely some buyer's remorse after you guys decided to do it. So. How, was there a backlash from you guys towards Penner for like, hey, why did you make us eat these sandwiches? You know, the show made it seem like that, but it was a group decision. I mean, all in all, everyone had to say, like, yes, we all wanted to do that. And, um, I mean, I think the only one who was sort of hesitant was Carter. But yeah. um, at the end of the day, I mean, majority rules, and we wanted this those sandwiches so period end so it's like i can't be mad at penner because he did make an honest effort i mean he went out there and he said exactly you know what he was gonna do he was gonna fish he you know and that's what he did and even though he came back with the little fish it was the effort that was made and um it seemed like we were annoyed and i think we were just annoyed that you know we weren't getting more out of the sea that we wanted but it really wasn't towards him at all so, did were you annoyed with Penner during your time on the show, or was it just simply a strategic decision why you wanted to get rid of him last night? Well, see, I love Penner. I, I he was really honest to God, like a dad to me out there. He like fed me, he kept me warm at night. I mean, he was very useful, and he was a joy to be around camp with. He's funny as hell, but um, so he was great. I was I was happy to have him, but when you're thinking about playing the game of Survivor, he's dangerous. So I think the only part that annoyed me was like, I was, I knew he was running around talking to every single person about, you know, it's about, you know, okay, we're together, you know, this is going to work. But it's like, is he, is he telling the truth to me? Probably not. So I just knew that like, I, I couldn't really trust him. It didn't go past, it didn't go further, you know, our relationship than, you know, just, oh, yeah, we're together. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know. Now, at, w at what point did you know that Jeff Kent was a major, uh, major League Baseball player? Did you find, <laughs> find that out not until you were outside of the game? Oh, my gosh, outside of the game. And even still, I didn't believe her. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, how does she know that? No way. Because I'm like, it's a no-brainer. She would tell me. Like, why wouldn't you share that information with someone? I mean, that's crucial. He's, you know, a threat. And I, I always wondered, like, when he did the challenges, I was like, well, 
for a middle-aged man who's not in the best shape of his life, he actually does a pretty good job in these challenges, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, he, he just kind of surprised me. But, um, like, I, I mean, I never would have guessed that he was any kind of professional anything. So it was kind <laughs> of um, when, like, everything came out and Dawson was really, like, revealing his true identity, it was like, wow, I'm shocked. I live with someone who played pro, pro baseball for several weeks and I had no clue. Yeah, so you're saying that he's good at challenges, but he doesn't, he's not in very good shape. So it's uh, kind of implausible to think that he's an athlete. Well, I mean, he, sort of, yes. I mean, he is not in the best shape of his life when he played Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, he's a whole lot, he's older than he was then, so it only makes sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's pretty darn athletic for someone who's his age, so good for him. And you guys were impressed with Jeff Kent, the Survivor player? I I think that Jeff Kent was definitely hyped up because of who he is. Um, so I think that everyone's just kind of looking at him like, oh, he's great. And, I mean, yeah, he had a good game. But um, yeah. I think that he's portrayed a lot more than a lot of us because he's got this celebrity status. So you don't really know what our other games were because mm-hmm. the camera's so focused on him. So you're saying he's gotten more airtime, even though, uh, you know, he's Absolutely. probably interesting. Uh, so what about Carter, who we did not see a lot of through the first couple of episodes? And then we saw a lot of him last night. And I got to say, Katie, I thought he was a little whiny. Oh, my God. Totally. I think all of us girls on Calabal can all agree that um, Carter was by far the only one on our tribe that totally irritated all of us. <laughs> he, um, he just followed around Jeff. It's like, look, buddy, you're getting far because somehow you're like, you've gotten up his butt. And that's great for him. I mean, obviously it's working. But um, I don't know. It's just hard to respect someone that just, you know, just follows the, the leader like he did. I, he had like no opinions really of his own. It was like he just, he was waiting for Jeff's move all the time. It's Jeff who had to decide the decision last night. It wasn't him. You know, it was just like everything. It was like he was like a little boy following his daddy around. Yeah. Well, we talked last week with Dana and Dawson, and uh, they both said that they wanted you guys wanted to get rid of Carter. Carter was number one target on our list because, first off, Carter, I mean – once, like, food started to get scarce, he was a whiny baby. And everyone was, like, he made me think, oh, God, I'm hungry. Because he was always complaining about it. If he wasn't always focused on how hungry he was and how sick he was feeling, I probably would not have been either, you know? But um, he, uh, he getting rid of him would make Jeff a lot less powerful. Jeff always had him in his back pocket, and that was an extra vote, and he knew that he could manipulate and warp his mind to whatever, you know, which was smart on Jeff's part. He's absolutely right. He, I mean, Carter, I don't know if he has a mind to think for himself. So, I don't know, but um, it just, it kind of stinks that, like, he was never brought up to go um, once my girls left. But um, trust me, if Dana never got sick, Carter would have been out of there. And how much was Denise on board with the All Girls Alliance uh, going forward? If if uh, Dana did not get medevaced from the game, 
You know, as soon as I started with Denise, as soon as she landed on our turf, and they didn't show this because it, it, Dana got sick so quickly, but Denise was totally on board because we, she was our fourth member, and it was like, I think she felt this unity of, like, girl power, and it's like, she felt like that we were being open and true with her. The guys, they're just so sketchy. You don't really know. They've got ulterior motives, and, like, we were, like, so honest, and, like, I think she could see that. And she's older. She's not, she's definitely not dumb. And, um, and uh, I definitely think she was on board with us. But as soon as she saw Dana got sick, it was like, I don't blame her. She had to do what was best for her, and it was to side with the guys. Because at that point, you know, we, the, the numbers weren't there anymore. Okay, Katie, now watching these episodes these last couple of weeks, I'm wondering if... Somehow, maybe when the cameras weren't rolling, did you piss off Jeff Probst somewhere along the way? Because he really seems to be going after you in these challenges. He's on, he's on your butt. Everything you, everything you do, Katie's screwing up again. What oh my god! Katie? It's like the worst thing ever. And <laughs> so many people have has brought this up to me. They're like, "Oh my god, he hates you!" And I'm like, "What the heck did I ever do to him?" Like. It's funny, because last night's episode, the person who screwed up majorly was Carter. He could not, oh my God, it was, he was terrible. And yet, (laughs) they're focusing on me, who, if you think about it, okay, yeah, RC got one. But I was blocking her, and she didn't get any others the whole time. And yet, (laughs) how many times did Malcolm score? You know, and it's like, why are you focusing on me? It made absolutely no sense. But, I mean, if that's what he's got to do to make a TV show, then I'll be that that one that's going to get thrown under the bus. Fine. But, um... (laughs) Seems like you had been singled out a little bit the last couple of episodes. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Even when I wasn't doing terrible. Like, what is your problem? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and what was the problem last week? Why couldn't you get up the hill? Oh, my God. You know, I don't know where they make the sun come into the picture because I lived there, and I was pretty sure that it rained nonstop the whole time I was there. Then randomly, the sun comes out, and, like, my body does not know how to handle it. And it's, like, (laughs) it's either, like, I'm freezing cold because there's no sun and my clothes are sopping wet, or it's beyond hot, a a heat that I've never felt before in my life, and my body is malnourished, I'm dehydrated, I feel lightheaded, and I mean, this sounds like, oh my God, I'm making up a million excuses, but I truly have never felt that weak in my life, and like, the time, like, after I climbed over the net and was coming down, I remember feeling this feeling in my legs, like, I could not physically pick my body up, and I just fell. It was like Mm. my legs were so just weak, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't pull it together. And, I mean, obviously, it's so embarrassing, but it's, like, it's so easy for a viewer at home to say, oh, I can do that. And um, I just laugh at them, and I'm like, you go out there and play the game of Survivor and let me know how well you perform. So it's just, I don't know. I mean, you don't know how your body's going to react to things, and um, and that was definitely uh, not good. <laughs> well, Katie, it's just all the more reason to tell people don't ever leave Delaware. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's per- It's perfect climate. Oh, Delaware is where it's at. I've been <laughs> telling people that from day one. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, Katie, I know you got to run, but uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on with us. I had a lot of, a lot of fun, and uh, all the best to you. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Rob. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. The uh, Is that the reigning Miss Delaware? Uh, the, one of the esteemed Miss Delaware, women to wear the Miss Delaware crown. Uh, we'll have to see in January if maybe uh, a Miss Survivor crown uh, could be in the future. We'll see. We'll see. It's too too early to tell. Anyway, so a lot still to come here on a uh, big, big Survivor Thursday. That's right. Uh, so we're going to check in later on tonight, a little later in the day, you know, very late for you guys uh, on the East Coast and, uh, you know, probably around like uh, 10, 11 p.m. I'll have it posted on the West Coast. I will speak with the uh, three-time Survivor player, Amanda Kimmel, two-time Survivor finalist and has, a, you know, some pageant victories, I believe, in her past as well. We'll talk to her, find out what she thinks about Jonathan Penner and everything happening on the Survivor Philippines. And that should be a a very fun conversation. I'll have a thread up on Facebook where you can ask Amanda your questions. And we'll do that uh, later on today on a very big Survivor Thursday. And with the weekend coming up, everybody's getting pumped up for all of the football this Sunday. And there's no better way to enjoy all the football than by playing on DraftStreet.com. They've got a special offer for all of the listeners of Rob Has a Podcast if you sign up with Draft Street, go to the link, robhasawebsite.com slash Draft Street. They'll give you an extra 40% on your deposit when you use the promo code RHAP. They've got fantasy leagues going on. Whatever your appetite is for as far as how many players you want to draft, how many people you want to play against, it's all there going on every weekend. Even if your teams in fantasy are not doing well, much like mine, uh, you could start to get a fresh start at draftstreet.com. So go to robhasawebsite.com slash draftstreet for that. Okay, so that's going to do it here for Exit Interview this morning. We'll be back with Amanda later on in the day. Should be a lot of fun. Check out Survivor Know-It-Alls if you missed it last night. And I will be back later on, so talk to you again soon. Bye.